So thanks for joining me, Em. We're no here. worries. We're here at Woodner Game On, and we're doing a little bit of a podcast workshop for anyone that wants to come along and see what the equipment is and how to use it. And I'm also grabbing any friends or anyone walking by. <laughs> anyone willing. Anyone willing to sit and talk to me so I don't look like such a loner. <laughs> well, I'm your first mate, so uh, off to a good start, I think. Yeah. Now, Emily, tell me about where you're from, because you've got a nice little story of how you've ended up back in Woodna. Yeah, so I, were, my folks lived in Woodna years ago, um, in the, whoa, there are kids running everywhere here. Um, yeah, so my folks lived in Woodna in, uh, in the 90s, and um, my dad, when he first left Adelaide, he's an Adelaide lad, um, moved down to Woodna and worked in the bank. And then obviously met my mum and then they moved back to Woodna and then I was supposed to be born in town here but ended up uh, being born in Kimber. Um, so yeah, my first year or couple of years of my life was living in Woodna. Um, so you've got many friends, like family friends, being back here now. And then after that, we, because my dad did work in the bank, we moved quite a lot. Like I had to move for his job. So we um, ended up going to Darwin, lived in Darwin for a bit, and that's where my younger brother was born, Broads. Um, in 98, he was born. And then from Darwin, we ended up moving to Melbourne. So lived in Melbourne for a little bit. It's quite hard to remember all this stuff because <laughs> obviously I was a child and I don't really remember it remember much of it myself um so then after melbourne we ended up moving to sejuna and then from sejuna ended up moving back to cummins which is where i did all my growing up my mum's family lived in cummins and that's where she grew up so dad was the first bank manager for the bendigo bank in cummins so um when that opened up and so that was 2001 we ended up being back in cummins so and now you've come full circle and now back to woodner it's kind of strange that this is where Dad probably, you know, sort of started his adult life and sort of where I've probably found my feet a bit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's quite weird that that's, that's what's happened. So, it's great. I, I love it. So, yeah. So, what is it that you love about, well, the EP in general, but Woodner, seeing as we're here for the Game On event? We'll yeah, about I, I just love that there's, like, this awesome, and it's similar in Cummins, this awesome community spirit, like, Everyone is looking out for each other. They're helping each other out if, if anything's ever like going wrong or whatever. There's people there that have your back. So I think that's my absolute favourite bit about, you know, the EP, Woodner, Cummins, um, is that, yeah, people, people are always looking out for you and making sure that you're all sweet, which, yeah, is, yeah, like I said, my favourite thing. And, it, and it's what I think growing up, my parents were very, like, community-minded. So I think... Um, yeah, like Broads and I, my brother. That was really instilled in us, in, in us as kids. So I think, yeah, um, that's yeah, that's my absolute favourite part about, about being on the EP. So, yeah. Always someone to tell your kids off when they're yeah. being naughty, which yeah. I'm about yeah. 10 seconds away from doing right now. <laughs> they are going crazy here. They are very full on. I'm actually going to build a barrier yeah. between my little setup. Do here. it. All right, we're back. Yes. So... How's the Game On event today? Great. Yesterday? It, uh, so we came and did um, some bingo last night, which was pretty good fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, a few drinks, obviously, to help you have a bit of a laugh sometimes. But 
We uh, that I was, was really there. How did you go keeping track of the numbers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was some uh, tough times throughout the big game, but that was all right. Didn't help that the crew that I was sitting with were confusing the hell out of me anyway. So uh, did being it last night, and then um, me, Jame, and Cass did the, the walk this morning, and it was a beautiful morning to go for a walk. Long walk after yep. last night but um, no it was really great it was been awesome it's, a, it's an awesome event yeah Jade speed walked the entire the way the entire way yeah she is a menace she was like oh we're not going fast enough and I was like oh, I was thinking this is going to be like a we're going plenty faster leisurely dawdle <laughs> apparently it's not but made it in good time yes I know yeah like if it was any I think if we left any later we would have been fried because it was getting real hot by the time you yeah. rolled in yeah. Uh, we saw you. So, no, I'm glad we left when we did. Yeah. And we've got the cricket going on behind us here. I've got no idea who's made what. I don't I don't know. Well, Concard are in batting at the minute. I don't know what Warren Boo made, so we've only just rolled in as well. But um, I think the DOS man's just walked out there by the looks, so someone must have just got out. Um, so, yeah, really hard to say what's happening in the cricket right now. <laughs> We'd make great cricket commentators. Uh, I actually really love cricket. I wish that when I was a kid, like, the talk about this with the kids, because I'm a school teacher, talked about this with the kids a lot at, at school, is that they are so lucky with the opportunities, especially the young girls that they get. Because I love, like, I really like watching the cricket and I enjoy playing it. It just sucks that when I was a kid, there was no opportunity yeah. to do it. Girls were not invited no. to cricket training. no. no. And it sucks, but it's great now that they are. They can they can do whatever they want, really. I mean, now when I watch the men out in the middle of the day, in the heat, standing out on a oval, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not too bummed I didn't get to play cricket. I know. I look at you do that. Some, <laughs> sometimes sitting on the sidelines with a drink in hand is, is much nicer, but it's uh, I'm a bit of a sport head, so <laughs> I'd be all about it, all out there having a go. All right, well... We might take a little break yes. and we'll see if we can rise someone else up. Yeah. I'll go tell Sonia or someone to come yeah. in and have a chat. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. All right. Thanks for joining me, Dad. <laughs> I haven't managed to find anyone else yet apart okay. from my own father. Yeah. So you can do this one, stop it up for when I die. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought we might publish it on Tales of Air, but, yeah. you know. Okay. We can just save this bit yeah. for the family later on. <laughs> Okay. So, everyone, this is Tim Scholes, just in case you weren't sure who my dad was. <laughs> um, as I've just spoken about with Emily, tell us about how you ended up in Woodner. How did I end up in Woodner? I was born in Adelaide. Um, I, I come off a farming family that's been here since uh, land was opened up for selection by the government, and in our case it was 1914 with my grandfather and grandmother and family. So um, I'm one of the Shoals clan. Uh, there were two Shoals brothers who came farming to this area and they had six sons each and the 12 cousins all went farming. So my dad had five brothers and six male cousins and they all went farming. And I'm the next generation down from that. Which is why there are so many Shoals, though slowly dwindling in number because people started having girls. That's correct. Um, Shoals and Sampsons, um, if you come to this area, there's a fair collection of both, both groups. <laughs> and so what is it that you like about Woodner and the Air Peninsula more broadly? 
Uh, I went away to college, as most of us uh, did, if, particularly if you were doing an, what was called the O-Track then, and um, and chose to come back home. Um, I haven't ever regretted it, and been fortunate enough to have plenty of opportunity um, to do other things while I was living in this district. And some people would say pretending to be farming. <laughs> so what do you like about the community? Um, the community is, is... I've been lucky enough to be involved in farmer politics uh, and been around to many communities. And this community is essentially classless. So what I say to people who come to the town for the first time, if you go to the local pub on a Friday night, you would be hard-pressed to find out who were the millionaires and who were the paupers. Um, because you wouldn't tell any discernible difference uh, from which group, which people are talking and which groups. And I really like that about the community. The other thing I like is that we've tried very hard as a community to make sure that you don't have to be live, or to live and be born in this community for 100 years before you call the local. So while my particular family goes back well over 100 years, um, I don't hear that and I hope, and, and you don't hear that around the community, uh, somebody's just been in town or somebody say, I've only lived here 30 years and I'm not a local. <laughs> you don't hear that in this community and that's fantastic. So if you come to this town and you bring some skills, willing to put your hand up, the fact you've been here six months or six years or 60 years shouldn't make the slightest difference. Well thanks Dad for that very serious and thoughtful response. No worries, thank you. All right, I'm here now with Stacey Murphy. Thank you for agreeing to come and have a chat. No worries at all. It's good to be here. So, tell me about where you're from and how you ended up in Woodna, because you are an AP local. I sure am. So, I'm from Streaky Bay, so just about, oh, just over an hour from Woodna. Um, my husband and I met at a party in Streaky when we were both in year 12, and here we are nearly 11 years later. <laughs> traditional little love story. I haven't yeah. actually asked anyone else, but in the other episodes, we've had a chat about how everyone ended up with their partners. Yeah. Nice yeah. little school romance. Yeah, it was. Um, just a mutual friend's 18th in Streaky and kind of hit it off from there. Mm. And so how long have you been living in Woodland now for? Oh, coming up nine years, I think. It's really been that long. Nine? Yeah. Yeah, 2014 Bloody I moved hell. down here, which is insane crazy. Yeah, that, I had no idea it had been that long. Mm, yep, mid, I think, Sean and I got together mid-2012, so yeah, by 2014 I was here and living yeah. together and yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, what do you like about living here and on the Air Peninsula more broadly? Um, Woodna has just got the most amazing community. You just go down the street, everyone's friendly, everyone's willing to have a chat and you've always got people there if you need to reach out for help as well, especially with two young kids. It's always <laughs> nice to have that community feel about it. Um, and the EP, oh, it's, just, it's just the community, the whole community. Um, no matter what town you go to, everyone's pretty welcoming and there's always somewhere to go. Always someone you know too. Yeah, <laughs> always. Can't, go, can't sneak down to Lincoln for a trip without running into someone. No, usually no. someone from uh, yeah. half the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, that's great. So um, you've got a couple of kids here now as well. Yeah, What's yeah. that like being a young mum in... Oh, it definitely yeah. has its challenges. So we've got um, Sean's family that all live here. It's great. But we've also got his two brothers that have kids 
the same age as our kids. So while it's great that the cousins will grow up together, it's kind of been like we've all got kids the same age, so there's never really someone that can be there if you need. Like There's no spare set of hands. No, nah, because everyone's got their hands full. Yeah. Um, like Even if I've got an appointment in the middle of the day, I like try and think of someone that I could get to have my kids, and I'm like, oh, well, everyone else has kind of got their own kids sleeping, and it doesn't really work. So that definitely has its challenges. And, I mean, my family's only from Streaky, so it's only an hour down the road, but it's still, yeah, still definitely hard being an hour away. Yeah, mm. I bet. Yeah. Do you miss being by the ocean? Oh, I was never really an ocean girl. Um, I didn't really... Oh, we obviously went to the beach when I was there, but it's not too bad here. We've got a pool now, so it's always yeah. nice. Um, it's always good to get back there, especially now the boys are a bit older. When we went there over summer, we would just lived at the beach with them, yeah. so I'm sure we'll get down there as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. All right, awesome. Thank you very much for having a chat with me. No worries. All right, thank you very much, Craig. I've persuaded Craig Brands to come and have a chat. He's just captained the B-grade Woodner Districts team. Is that what you're called? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're playing under the Western Districts banner, but, yeah, it's Woodner Western Districts command. Yep, so they've just won the B-grade Cricket Grand Final over on the school oval. Congratulations. Thanks. So tell me about how you came to live here on the Air Peninsula around Woodner. Um, so, yep, so I was born in Woodna, um, grew up on the farm till I was 15, and then basically been full-time shearing ever since. And that's your, yeah, biz, uh, what's it called, contracting business? Uh, yep, you run yep. Now? so we have a <coughs> shearing contracting business and just recently purchased the local post office too. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, very well, yep. Yeah. Um, so what do you like about living here? Um, no, it's good. The friendly community, just everyone gets in, does what they have to. Everyone talks to you wherever you go. So, yeah. And you would like a few more cricketers around the place? Yeah, it would be nice. We we went well as a team this year. We have a team every week, but the other sides forfeited quite a lot to us. Yep. So, pleased to get the win today then. Yeah, yeah, it was... A little bit nerve-wracking there in the end, but it's good to get the job done. Very good. All right. Thank you very much for having a chat with me. Thank you. All right. I've got the man of the moment here, Craig from Woodner Council, who's been instrumental in organising the Game On event, which is why we're here today. How's it been going, Craig? Uh, it's a wonderful event so far. It's, uh, I'd like to clarify that I'm not the most instrumental person. That's a committee, and uh, committees are made up of... Uh, Lots of different people who have uh, brought lots of different um, uh, elements to this particular um, event, and um, so I'm the one who puts the, um, I suppose, uh, connects the dots and uh, makes it happen. But it's uh, it's the committee that deserve all the credit. And you've just come from the fringe event that was happening around at the hall. We have had a fringe event at the hall, and it's absolutely wonderful to see a uh, high-quality performance in our little old hall on Valentine Street. Um, and uh, they've been simply fantastic. Did you get up and have a dance? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, beyond dancing, I'm afraid, you get to a certain stage in your life where, uh, no, actually, was, there are lots of people, there are lots of people who are older than me up there. Um, we had the show, um, of which there was a mixture of, probably uh, a mixture of um, Cuban and uh, Brazilian music, uh, Latino music, and um, uh, a lot of salsa and a lot of... Um, 
just really lovely uh, sounds and uh, we had some lovely dancers as well uh, from Emma and her partner Peter and um, who are going to be doing some uh, a little performance at the club tonight as well and uh, the um, uh, the older people I think in the audience really appreciated the high quality music of the three there three very good musicians a trombonist a um, a guitarist and a percussionist and it was just beautiful oh lovely so Craig you're not from the EP originally but no, no. you moved Woodner to take up a role with council I took up a role I was actually attracted to Woodner because of the mine um, that is the uh, the key ingredient to uh, my coming over here because they were uh, when I came over in uh, November or October November 2017 the Iron Road project was fairly well progressed in terms of the certainty of happening and um, so uh, the council here were looking at flipping Woodner and doubling its size and uh, building a virtually a new um, township on the um, northern side of the town and that as a community planner really appealed to me in terms of building new halls, building new swimming pools, building new infrastructure, roads and all those sorts of things and it just sounded good and there's once in a lifetime opportunity so that attracted me and I uh, have a background in working with communities to plan out where they're heading and uh, it seemed uh, an opportunity too good to refuse and I, so I came out here. And what's kept you here? Because we haven't quite got to that. <laughs> I don't know, I just like it so far. Um, I was looking for something in my life that was a little bit simpler. I've spent, I've, I've lived in a lot of places in my life. In the last 15 or 20 years before I came over here, I'd lived on the coast and the coast had lost its appeal to me uh, for a number of reasons. And I was working in community planning, but also heavily in tourism. And I was looking for something a little bit different to uh, the coast and inland was certainly a strong appeal or a strong draw card for me. So I decided to, the wooden certainly was inland and uh, <laughs> it, um, it was a different, completely different environment that I'd been used to working with, which was more the Otway rainforest, lush, or the coastal fringe, which is pretty, uh, pretty green. Um, it was completely different and that appealed to my sense of uh, curiosity of how it might work. And I must admit, it took me a while to get used to it, but I was actually driving out um, to Mount Woodner this morning with the fun run, and just really um, reminding me, uh, it reminded me of what really appeals to this um, uh, this area, and it's, it's, it's dryness, it's, it's earthiness, it's got beautiful horizons, and uh, a lot of people refer to its horizons. And um, it's, uh, it's just open and free, and I think that appeals to my sense of um, not wanting to be trapped. Yeah, I think the phrase belongs to Montana in the US, but I think big sky country Absolutely. is something I always think of. Mm. And also, I remember I went out to Kangalooner with uh, Jeff Scholes uh, a couple of years ago with all of the mares, and we went out to, I think it was the Sturt Lake or Lake Sturt, and um, we sat out there and he was saying, we were standing looking at the petrified forests and the land out there was however many billions of years of age that had been carbon dated to. And you were, here we were, just this group of people, uh, uh, an absolute uh, pinprick in the, in the whole scheme of things, but it was um, 
just where we were on this planet, on this uh, on this old ancient land, and it was just a very special place. And yeah. so uh, that's what I like about it. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much for having a chat with me, Craig. That's Good luck right. with the rest of the event, the rest of the weekend. It's been awesome so far. Thank you.